Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. SAFM, leading the conversation. on SAFM. If not COVID, monkeypox, with the country's COVID-19 regulations effectively being scrapped, and this means no more face masks, mandates, limits on social gatherings or entry requirements for travellers coming into the country, etc., we're now having a conversation about this step and how the country should be moving forward, especially in the milieu of monkeypox. Experts at the NICD urge government to reimpose the COVID-19 regulations to control the spread of monkeypox. The NICD has indicated that symptoms of monkeypox are similar to all the COVID-19 symptoms, which are flu-like and disruptive blister-like rash on the screen in on the skin. I beg your pardon. In addition to it said this virus has a low rate of fertilities and transmissions. However, for government to ensure it doesn't spread out of control, COVID regulations as we know them from 2020 until last week should return. The question is, how do you in South Africa feel about this? Let me engage first, please, Mr. Foster Muhale, spokesperson for the National Department of Health. Dr. Muhale, thank you so much for joining us. I don't believe we've spoken before, so welcome to the platform on The Viewpoint. Just give us a sense, please, where the National Department of Health is in relation to engaging this very nascent but certainly budding matter of monkeypox. Uh, good evening, good evening, uh, and uh, good evening to SAFM listeners. Thanks for uh, this opportunity. Yes, I don't remember a chatting for you before, but I believe it's the beginning of our regular chat. Uh, I'm yes, regular to being the operative word. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, the issue of uh, monkeypox uh, vis-a-vis uh, the lifting of COVID-19, we, this was a scientifically uh, based or supported decision on our side. Uh, it was not, I know most people are saying, why did we leave these uh, uh, regulations while now we are confronted with another, what, what, what seems to be a pandemic in coming in the form of a monkeypox. Look, our scientists, uh, especially some of them who are coming from the NSID, they did uh, indicate that for now there's no need for us to panic, especially with regards to monkeypox, since it's not yet uh, declared to be uh, as dangerous as uh, COVID-19 and other notable diseases. So for now, we just, we just encourage our citizens to say, let's continue to practice uh, responsible behavior let's continue to practice especially hand hygiene because uh, if you look at this uh, the signs and symptoms of monkeypox uh, they are more similar to other uh, uh, infectious diseases like flu and uh, COVID-19 especially with the feverish headache and the like and in terms of the transmission uh, you can on infection you can mostly uh, get uh, infected by I mean from monkeypox if you happen to get into physical contact with someone who is a monkeypox positive or term, uh, what do you call it, item, an item which is uh, contaminated with the monkeypox. Very well. Can you give us an update in relation to confirmed cases and what the treatment regime there is? and the necessary infrastructure, is it deployed at our healthcare facilities to be able to deal with it? I would imagine there is some capacity that can be transferred from whatever was built in and around for COVID-19 to now deal with um, smallpox. 
Yeah, 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 definitely. In terms of uh, the number of uh, confirmed cases, so far we are still uh, sitting at uh, that uh, one confirmed case of a 30-year-old male from Gauteng. Uh, but our health officials, uh, health practitioners, they are working around the clock you know, as part of a uh, contact tracing in order to test all those people uh, who closely came into contact with the infected person because we managed to interview this uh, 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 monkeypox uh, COVID, uh, positive person to tell us all the people that he closely uh, got in contact with mm. so that he can be able to uh, uh, contact them to in order to do the test to check who among themselves could have infected this person or already been infected by this uh, uh, patient. So we are doing that. As soon as we get the positive information, we'll be able to communicate publicly even through this uh, SFM uh, radio station. You certainly are more than welcome to come back. I'm going to bring in Dr. Jose Lachlapi just now. but um, And I'm not trying to be an alarmist, nor am I trying to be pessimistic with this question. I just literally want to get to an extreme space of the spectrum, if you will. What is it that South Africans should absolutely be concerned about? Scare them. Scare them because you're trying to get, on the one end, the seriousness of what we are dealing with. Yeah, sure, we don't have the regulations applying now as they would have been in COVID-19. But the reality is smallpox is here. There is a confirmed case. There are many other countries you are confirming cases of smallpox. Perhaps Perhaps not scare is the word, but just paint the a picture of the reality of what we are dealing with or potentially could be dealing with so that you can only implore South Africans to remain vigilant and keep to the health protocols that we have now learned in the last two and a half years. We have learned a, a, a lot of lessons uh, uh, through our... seem to be losing Mr. Foster Mohale, the spokesperson for the National Department of Health. I will return to him with that question, but I certainly do know that Dr. Jose Letlape is licking his lips. He's a health activist, executive director for Tsepang Trust, president of the African Medical Association, former chairperson of South African Medical Association. Doc, thank you so much for joining us in Dr. Letlape. Um, we're dealing with smallpox. Perhaps talk from an activist perspective, from somebody who knows the medical fraternity and has worked with the public sector bodies as the Department of Health. Are we getting the right messages coming out from your perspective? Are South Africans sufficiently conscientized as to what smallpox is? And to the extent that the answer to that question is no, what more would you like to see from your experience as a medical practitioner ultimately? Uh, good evening to you and to the listeners. Uh, and I guess the first part of quote would be to say it's not smallpox, it's monkeypox. It's something that is less devastating than smallpox. It's less infectious than smallpox. And uh, it's not as fatal like smallpox can be. It's from the same group of viruses. It's a pox virus. But it's one of low infectivity, and as as you've rightly mentioned, uh, it's flu-like symptoms with a skin eruption. It is not highly infectious. It is spread through close contact. So if we identify the cases early and we isolate them and we trace contact, it will be much easier to control than COVID. All it requires is 
early attention, seek medical attention early, if you have flu-like symptoms and a rush, and with a proper diagnosis, you can then be isolated and contact tracing, and we can cap the spread of monkeypox. So it's not something for the nation to be alarmed about. We must just be aware about this. And and, and remember, Songhezo, what came up with COVID was something that we should have already been doing. Heightened levels of personal hygiene. Mm. And that's what and that's what we we, we, we have to be uh, going for. You know, hand washing, cleaning of surfaces, sanitization when it's necessary, the old behaviors of wash your hands before you handle food. If you are coughing, cough etiquette. Don't cough into your hand, cough into your elbow or carry a tissue. Because you cough into your hand, you shake your, somebody's hand, you're passing it on. Mm, mm. But we should also be looking at, you know, the cultural habits of hugging and kissing as a form of greeting. Because that's close contact. Mm. And that's what monkeypox, how monkeypox was spread. So we've got to probably... Uh, look east and look at the Japanese ways of greeting, where it's just body language with little contact or no contact when possible. Yeah, easier said than done. And I'm just trying to engage with the question of these flu-like symptoms sticking with you, Dr. Letlape. I mean, we've got flu season now because it is winter and, of course, it sort of just erupts by virtue of the season. And then we, I mean, we are not over COVID. COVID is still something that is here. Just today, some 245 cases have been confirmed by the NICD. And then monkeypox presents with flu-like symptoms. How do I, how do we as a society just engage anything that is now a flu-like symptoms without necessarily creating panic? One, there's still COVID. Now we're talking about monkeypox. And of course, it could just very well be flu. How, at what point should we then start, it's just flu? At what point should we say, okay, it's more than flu and perhaps one should be extra vigilant in line with taking care of what we now know how to deal with COVID and what is now a new feature altogether, monkeypox? I think we, we, we should just be aware that even without COVID, some of us have been trying to raise awareness about heightened personal hygiene. And remember, whether it's ordinary flu, COVID, or monkeypox, the measures that we take to protect ourselves and to protect our loved ones are still the same. Mm. If you have flu symptoms, don't go to work. Isolate in home. Don't share utensils. It's the same principles that apply through all viral infections, whether it's ordinary flu, whether it's COVID, whether it's monkeypox. When you have symptoms, stay away from others. Don't share utensils. Don't sleep in the same bed with other people. Because whether you have ordinary flu, you're going to pass it to the others. So they have monkeypox, close contact, you're going to pass it to the others. Don't share clothes with monkeypox because of the shedding of the virus, and that it goes into clothes because of the rush. So the basic hygiene steps are the same, irrespective of what it is. So if we go back to improved hygiene habits, even when COVID goes, even when monkeypox goes, we will still be better prepared and we will deal better with seasonal flus. 
When yeah. they had stars for the first time in the East, in Hong Kong, yeah. and they went to mask in 2002, they continued with the behavior of, of they mask. They did, you're right. Their next flu season was the mildest flu season that they had because they were masking. So whoever had flu would not be sharing it with others. And thus, it limited the spread of the, of the flu virus. The same applies to all of them. Just on everything that you have said, why then would we not have COVID-related or COVID-like regulations as we saw? Precisely because of everything you have said. I mean, I, I, I forget the fact that South Africans have probably just rejected because, out of hand. Okay, the, the issue is because COVID is an aerosol. It's spread in the air. You don't need close contact to spread COVID. You just need to be in a closed environment with poor circulation. If we're in a closed environment with poor circulation and we've got closed doors, even if we are six meters apart, if I have COVID, I will be blowing it into the airspace and eventually everybody will be breathing the same air. And that's how it's the aerosol and the aerial spread. That is a major issue with COVID. So it spreads like wildfire. Sure. And that's why you have come up with restrictions. Very well. Let me with bring monkeypox, it. because it's close contact, you're not going to come up with movement restrictions. Remember, when we had HIV, there were no restrictions like we have with COVID. Even though once it had spread in the community and there was no treatment, we had high fatalities. And our hospitals were full as well. But because it was spread through sexual contact, what we did was sex education. But there were no restrictions at the stores or restrictions of, on gathering because that is a tool that is used for a virus that is spread through the air. Very well. I appreciate that um, response. Mr. Foster Mohale, then I suppose I should ask this question. The NICD is on record as having urged government to reimpose COVID-19 regulations after the first monkeypox case. Can you just give us an account from the Department of Health's perspective, at least, in relation to how that conversation is going, more especially given the context that Dadele Tlape has put before us? Yeah, yeah, I think I will I'll first answer your question by the first. My first answer will be a question it's like somebody asking, why did we move from level five to level one? It's precisely because we are trying to uh, gradually recover. You know how many people have lost the jobs, many people have lost their lives. So this is part of economic recovery because the situation has changed. The situation is now better the situation is now manageable precisely because of the current uh, uh, variant of uh, the current dominant variant which is Omicron, which is less mm-hmm. severe, which is less transmissible. So obviously at some point we'll have to uh, enable the economy to recover for those who have lost their jobs, at least they need to go back to the jobs. Those who are able to reopen their icon. We seem to be losing Foster for some reason or the other. Um he did mention that, of course, he's got challenges with the network. So I suppose, Dr. Jose Lechape, without prompting you, because I think I've exhausted the questions, just generally to yeah, engage I, the conversation I, I, I as think, it is. Yeah, I think, Songezo, the main issue that the NICD is talking about when it says COVID regulation, mm. is speaking to the aspect 
of contact tracing and isolation. It is not speaking to the issues of uh, restricting gatherings or closing the economy, etc., or curfews. The aspect that they are referring to that we used in COVID is once there's a case, you do contract tracing, you test the close contact, and you isolate those that are affected. Very and well. That's how you kept the spread. Those are the measures that the NICD is referring to. Very We're not well. talking about the measures of closing the economy, curfews, no riding in taxis, or bringing back masks, because this is not aerosol spread. I would imagine many South Africans are very relieved to hear that, so without much beyond that. Thank you so much, Ndadeletla, for your time as always here on SAFM, which is appreciated. Uh, thank you, sir. 2128, that was the Health on Monday. Foster, next time, please. Yeah, it's a pity. He's he, he's just struggling with load shedding. But Okay, Foster, I understand you are back. Foster, are you there? I'm back now. Indeed. Uh, do you just want to use this opportunity now to make final comment? Because uh, I think I got a sense as to the direction that you were taking with your previous comment, and Dr. Letlape did sort of round it off nicely, but I think it's fair to give you an opportunity to say whatever it is that you believe still you need to say in relation to this conversation. Yeah, our message is that uh, to all our people, the fact that we have uh, lifted the COVID-19 uh, regulations does not mean COVID-19 is over. And we want to call upon all our citizens, the listeners of SFM uh, included, that let's continue to observe and practice uh, hand hygiene, as uh, Dr. Letlape has emphasized, that uh, through hand hygiene, we not only prevent the transmission of COVID, but also of other transmissible and infectious diseases. You will remember that uh, during the hard lockdown during the past two years, we hardly experienced uh, the peak as far as flu is concerned because most people were always uh, covered with the face mask, meaning that we were able to prevent not only COVID but also other diseases like your flu, your TB and other. Well, ESCOM was always going to have the final say, and they have had it this time around. I propose we move on from Foster next time. Hopefully we won't have him when he has load shedding, which interrupts with the transmission of signal. The time is 21.29. We have one more story, and it is the segment of Top Scholar, the COVID-19 graduation ceremony, a conversation with co-director of the COVID-19 graduation ceremony, Ndate Tabang Kliane, after the break.